Hello everyone, it's Sai from the podcast. Uh, just a couple of warnings. Uh, there is a whistling about 45 minutes uh, into this. It doesn't last very long, so please just bear with it. Um, it's barely noticeable. Uh, the more important one is we do talk about grief. We do get personal. We do talk about our own experiences around grief. Um, if that is some sort of trigger, you are going through something right now, you might want to skip this one uh, and come back next week when we talk rubbish about some nonsense like cupcakes. See you soon. Right, hello and welcome to Leon and Sai Solve Nothing. Hello. Hello, Leon. We've solved nothing. We have so, solved nothing. That's what we do. It I'm is a weekly... Out my bag now, just to... Oh, he's got an old man hanky in the bag. <laughs> I'm going to explain Sorry. that in a minute. Let me finish this, this oh. awful introduction. Uh, it's a weekly podcast where we take the awareness days from across the globe and we discuss them and ultimately we solve nothing. Yeah. The reason that we're both giggling stupidly oh. is because <laughs> just as I hit record... You put your water bottle to your eye and washed your eyeball out. It was like an eyeball pool shot, but and, with water. And then got your old man hanky out of your bag. It's because it made my nose run. What? Stop yeah. shouting at me. I'm not shouting at Stop you. Stop judging me. Sometimes people need to wipe their nose. Sometimes people need to clean their eyes. And some people deal need to wash it. their eye- eyeballs out with their drinking uh, water. Uh, deal with it. Uh, deal with it. How are you, sir? I'm right, man. It's life. Yeah. Life being life. No, exactly, isn't it, just? Uh, weird couple of days. Oh. I did well not to kill people, so that, ah. that was good. Well I done make me. that every day. I tell you what's been the worst thing, man. I, I've been off work for two weeks. I've had leave and stuff. Yeah. And I've been back, yeah, two days. It sucks, man. It sucks to be back at work. It's just long. Yeah. But... but Got to make a living and stuff and things. There we go, listeners. We uh, have our first song of the episode. Yeah, but not the last, I promise. No, it definitely won't be the last. You've what been singing sing? all day. We've already recorded one today, haven't we? That was with a, a special guest. It was. Are we allowed to na- Is this... Uh, this oh, no, this will be out before. This will be out before. Oh! So, listeners, you will mystery. have to... Mm, you will have to find out why Leon's new nickname... You've forgotten it, hopefully. No, it's Honey, I Shrunk the Podcast. It's not funny. You weren't happy about that, were you? I'm not, and I, with the guest, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't really bite back because I've been generally quite brutal throughout. So, yeah, but thankfully it, the it, guest it, is a friend, by the way. Otherwise, I just sound like an arsehole. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, someone yeah. on yeah, for we, me to abuse. <laughs> invited some random on and yeah. basically called him a prick for an hour. Yeah, oh, is that really? That's a great idea. Yeah. Anyone else want to become a guest and get yeah. coated off by us too? Yeah. Can't imagine they would. Yeah. We need. We. I'd. Like, I really want. I hope that somebody is aware of like a not an, an obscure uh, awareness day week month, but I hope someone has got something where they're like, oh, I'd love to come on and discuss this awareness day. Thing. You're such a professional. I was. I was going to say that as well. I was going to say if anyone, any listeners, had any ideas of, of yeah. awareness days that we. They want may not have thought of yeah, yeah or they want to discuss or and, they want to come on then, yeah. yeah if they've got experience of it or, or anything yeah yeah. yeah. If, basically if you're famous enough and you can give us loads of people that will listen well, yeah if you're a nobody then fuck off yeah you don't want to hear yeah. get in the bin you yeah. bloody person bin. or the sink or the sea 
Oh, the sea. Well, so yeah, so strange, strange week, I suppose, for both of us. Yeah, yeah. I had some <clears throat> life admin that I've had to sort out, which uh, which pissed me off at the beginning of the week. But hey ho. Huh? Anyway, what is this week's awareness day week month? This yeah. week's awareness day week month year is the ever happy topic of grief. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, grief. So I found this one, didn't I? You did. You're a hero oh. in so many ways. You're and you just, are a prick. Just, just so London's hero. Oh, I hate you. It appears to be quite um, quite American, I think. American. But it's National Grief Awareness Day on August the 30th, mm. 2023. Yeah. yeah. What do you know about grief? Loads, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a good, happy start. Yeah. I am a member of one of the worst clubs that you want to be in, the Dead Dad Club. Oh. Does that still come with a free sticker? No, Sorry, got fuck all. It? No, God. <laughs> no, I just got trauma from it. Oh, no stickers, good. nothing. Oh, the good old trauma. <laughs> grief. Uh, well, I mean, grief for me started, I suppose, relatively early. Right. It's the normal, isn't it? It's grandparents. So, I mean, you say the normal. I um, what from my parents? Like, I don't, don't really remember my mum's parents. I remember my mum's mum. Very, very vaguely. Mm. Don't think I've. I could be wrong in saying, but I don't think I've ever met my dad's parents. Maybe met his mum again. Mm. Definitely haven't met his dad. So and, and none of your grandparents with us anymore. It'd be bad if my dad's parents are still with us. No, I'm, I'm fairly certain they are all all passed on. I know my mum's parents are. Um, but yeah, I like so. I I don't really have. I've never. I mean, uh, we'll get onto it at some point, but I've not yet had anybody um, close to me that's died. I don't think. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, like yeah, and even sort of aunties and uncles. It's been when they're not the closest. So yeah, so yeah, kind of. For, for, I don't know if it's fortunate or not, but no, I haven't really had that. And and like I, I do vaguely again, I vaguely remember my my. Um, yeah, my nan passed away, but I was young, like mm. really young. So, yeah. I think I was thirteen when my nan passed away. My my dad's mum. Right. My granddad on that side. So my my dad's dad passed away. Uh, four months before I was born. Okay. Which was always a, another sad story that was always told to me because dad was like, "Oh, he knew you'd be." A, I was the first grandson yeah. in the family. All my cousins on that side were were girls. Right. Um. One of which I found out. Listens. Oh, hello. oh yeah. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. So I've done that. No, l- l- listener, Lisa. Oh, very uh-huh. clever. Oh, I'm so, I'm so smart. Oh, see, this is yeah. I was going to say what yeah. I bring, just all the big hits and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was the first grandson. Right. First male on that side of the family, but Dad had always said it goes. Oh, my Dad knew that you were going to be a boy and. He would always get upset about you know the fact that Granddad never got to meet me. I get that, I suppose. I get that. I've yeah. met me. Yeah. You know why would you not want to meet me? <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. yeah. No, I can I can see why why that would kind of bother you a bit. But 
Yeah, don't don't tell your son those ones, yeah, no. You kind of got well, yeah, but you just got you know, it's it's what it is, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. But I, I lost my dad's mum. Well, I think I was about thirteen, fourteen, right. just before just before my black belt grade. Oh, nice, nice memory. Well, she'd always been the one that sort of she was one of the ones that supported me through it when really? I was training. So I was always a little bit upset that she never actually got to see me get my black belt. I say you did it. Kind of bother you then? It bothered me on the grading day actually. Yeah. On the actual day of grading, I remember walking out with my black belt, and I was a little bit kind of like, "Oh, Nan's not here," because she'd always she'd go to some of my gradings and stuff. But it must be really hard uh, when you're young, and you you kind of have to deal with that anyway. Because I guess when you're quite young, you don't you don't know how to deal with emotions like that, do you? And how to deal no. with your grief. No, so it could be quite a you know, I guess quite a traumatic thing. I mean, whatever, death and stuff is yeah. quite traumatic at the best of times. But well, that particular yeah. nan was was one that um, the cousin I was saying about that listens. Mm. It was her house, her and her parents and her two sisters' house. That my nan had a granny annex. They built her a little oh, annex yeah. on the side. So yeah. we'd go up there quite regularly, right? And we'd go up and see her, and you know, see the family and and all the yeah. rest of it. And she was just mad Welsh woman that's the, that's the <laughs> thing I remember she was just insane and Welsh she kept that. I'll give you an example she kept salt in a jar marked sugar was that just for the banter well, I don't know because it pissed my dad off when I made he said can you make me a cup of tea I made him a cup of tea sugar. two sugars I put yeah. two sugars in he obviously spat it across the room and then told me off he said is this some kind of joke yeah. are you trying to wind me up I think you're funny boy and I'm like I just put I said dad it's got sugar written on it yeah and there's my nan going, oh no, I keep salting that. Well, Why? <laughs> that makes no sense. I like that. I like it a lot. But she was also one of the nans that was, um, you'd go around there and she'd be like, are you hungry? But like, no, I just, literally just ate nan. Okay, yeah. uh, there's some lasagna and a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> and I just said I'm not hungry, but you, you couldn't say no. I get that more from, I, I get that from my mum. Especially when I used to live at home. Like, are you hungry? No. Are you hungry? No. <laughs> So you can ask you can't ask um, am I hungry it's yeah. just a different variation and gets a different answer yeah, a different like, tone it's still the same yeah. words you're using mum yeah. yeah so uh, yeah that I get, I get that side of the mm. nanny nannyness but like yeah it's really hard to think I'm not, I'm not my only I had pet fish that died when I was quite young but I think then my parents really lied to me and were like oh we've done the toilet I think my I think my I think my mum killed my gerbil Okay. That's not a euphemism. Okay. So she wouldn't let the gerbil. I can't remember why we got gerbils. They're horrible fucking things. Yeah, right. Twice oh, can't you. do nothing with them. I'm gonna take it for a walk. <laughs> if you really wanted. Yeah, you could. We had the fish and everything that we yeah. got from the fun fair. You know, we'd win it at the fun fair. Yeah. Three days later, the thing was dead and down the toilet it went. Yeah, exactly. But we had these gerbils, and Mum, for some reason, wouldn't let them in the house. Didn't want them in the house, and so kept them in the garage. Okay. Which is fine until she parks her car in there every day and basically poisoned the little fucker. Wow. What was truly wow. disgusting about that is we buried the gerbil in the back garden. I can't remember what I called the gerbil actually. Eric. No, that's my dad's name. Ooh, what boy, a that's guess. Weird. That's yeah. weird. It's like he's, he's, he's travelled through me. I'm going with Derek Akora. Is he dead as well? He's no, dead not, as well, yeah. No, I'm not, not doing that. Not Somebody doing that. else. Mystic Meg. She's dead. She's dead as well. Yeah. You're on fire today, aren't you? Oh, they're all coming through. Mind you, on a podcast about grief, it's, yeah. it's you know. 
it's apt, I suppose. Yeah. No, so we we buried buried this gerbil. I remember just outside the the garage in the back garden. About six months later, for some reason, we dug him up. Listeners, advice: don't do that. What the fuck? Oh, like... mate, it was disgusting. Yep. Fuck you, just a. What was you expecting? But I don't know. I was expecting bones, mate. I wanted to see a, a skeleton of a gerbil. I wanted to see a skeleton of a gerbil. Yeah, I was a kid. That's normal. What was it? I kind of still do. Just, just a bag of soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's just disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. Jerry the gerbil, no. Oh, that was traumatic. I can imagine. I can yeah. imagine. But yeah. Do you... Um, I mean, we talk about... Maybe I should look at the actual day and what it what it's about. But do you ever think... you? you why well, re- start now? We're, we're five podcasts in. We haven't checked anything that we've I've talked about so, so far. I've done so much research <laughs> and stuff. But no, what I was going to say is, do you think that you uh, you can grieve over other things that aren't necessarily a deceased person slash thing as well, I guess? There's an argument to be had that Ooh. you grieve over things like divorce. That is actually exactly what I was going to go for. Yeah. Because that was one of the things that... Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, listener, I've been divorced, I've been married and stuff. Yeah, I've been divorced and, um, twice. Uh-huh. I was having a bad a bad time because of other stuff anyway that was going on during the divorce. But one of the things that I remember the therapist said was about grieving uh, the loss of your marriage. Mm. Like, despite it being, you know, what you want, you're still going through a grief. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. See, I don't even think I'm, I thought about uh, the breakup of a marriage as grief. Mm. Until even after the second time I got divorced. Because you're like racking them all up. Next. I think my next divorce is free, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure I'll just pop into Tesco's and, and see what they say. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's got. So I'm just reading up on it now. Uh, August 30th, National Grief Awareness Day recognises the time it takes to heal from loss. The time it takes. There needs to be a full stop there. Mm <laughs> hmm. Doesn't have a prescribed course and is a reminder closure comes in many forms. When a loved one dies, the void they leave affects everyone differently. That's very true. That is true. That last bit. Yeah. About how there is not even as someone who has not been through I guess the loss of a a loved one. I feel really bad now. What if I'm forgetting like oh you've got great uncle Herschel. Bulgaria. Yeah, like and I'm like, oh crap. But no, like, um, like I've been, I've been to funerals, so I felt I've been close enough to people that I've gone. I need to go to the funeral. I was going to um, say, were you invited, or you just you, you just go around London, yeah, turn, turn up, turn up funerals? No, so the f- oh, this is quite dark. But the first funeral I remember going to, there was a, there was a girl I worked with, and uh, basically her little boy died of uh, SIDS. Shit. So that was really hard. I remember. I remember where I was when I found out about it because we were at this like work meeting, um, and yeah, like when and that was that was tough. That was mm-hmm. like a, it's weird because like I say, bear in mind, like I, I think I'd met I'd met the little boy, but I like I hadn't, you know, it's not like, it wasn't a close friend. Yeah. It wasn't even like, it was a colleague. It wasn't a greatly close colleague, but like I, the, the that kind of emotion of the day. And like even a little the the thing that like proper, I like I, I tell you what I remember I remember when we were driving to the funeral, I remember this Ed Sheeran song come on and it, it whenever I hear the song now it always reminds me of yeah. that day, 
And listen, we all know some of their children's songs are not the most upbeat things ever. No. So that's nice. Um, but and, like, and obviously seeing like the coffin. Oh god, I can't, I can't was, even imagine it. Yeah, man, and and, I, and it's like as a just as a well, I won't say normal because I'm absolutely mental, but as a human adult, like I don't know how you deal with that. If I'm being honest, as somebody who has a my little girl is what what month are we now? She's what, Sixteen months old, something yeah. like that. Uh, my little boy's seven. Like I, it it just terrifies me to even think of something like having to go through that like really does I used, to, I used to sleep next to the cot I used to sleep on the floor next to the cot with yeah. my hand in the in the bar was that a first or second child first second third fourth really? I feel like I've gone so much more relaxed second child fifth like. pretty much the fifth one pretty much stayed in with us all the time <laughs> anyway yeah from, from early I was I was absolutely petrified of it and it didn't get it just didn't get any easier it's funny isn't it when you think back to like how our parents would have been though and then being like well nah <laughs> probably smoke and drink during the pregnancy they yeah, just exactly, throw yeah. you in the bed there's no you're in a cot you're just on a bed don't, just don't roll off like, yeah. car seats what car seats <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean though it's funny to think how different things were and we've all survived so. mate I got thrown out the back of a car that my dad crashed because I didn't have a seatbelt on because there was too many of us in there in oh the 80s oh my god oh my god it's all right. But you live to tell the tale. Yeah. So Re- relax, Fibo. You can't nick him. He's dead. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, man. What do you think? Um, <laughs> posthumously yeah. nabbing. No, yeah, we, he, he, we, were dri- we were actually weird. We were driving up to see my nan. Okay. And um, he just hit some oil. wasn't anything. Oh, shit, yeah. Just hit some oil, spun, hit a tree. And for about six months afterwards, he believed, and it came to a head when he actually said it to me once. He goes... I can't believe how during that crash you were so intelligent to climb out the back window and just get out get to safety and I looked at him and I was like are, are you feeling alright and he went what he goes I just can't believe how sensible it was yeah, what did you think? I said dad I got thrown out the back window I said I woke up in the bushes and brambles and everything that was behind the car you should have seen his face drop he was oh. he, even then six months even though everything was alright and yeah. all right, he was petrified at the thought of it I mean, but yeah there was, there was no safety and everything yeah, it's a very different time, I guess. But yeah, like so. So, so even going back to the to the it being a different time, the whole because mm. that would have been what nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one that my nan passed away. Yeah, even the attitude towards grief then was was completely different. I think. Yeah, I mean, thirty thirty five years thirty years ago. I suppose we talk about like mental health and how the view of that's changed and I suppose be it, the grieving process like like that website says like everyone there's no real right or wrong way of doing it no. well there probably are wrong ways but you know there's no definite way of doing it um, therefore the kind of the changes are just kind of I mean I'd like to think it's better and that we've kind of got a bit more considerate about oh that's just that's just Johnny's way of dealing with stuff but yeah, it's not one. Yeah, unless Johnny's way of just dealing with it is destructive to the other people. But that's what him. I mean. I don't, but yeah. But then again, this is that kind of plays into something we touched on before about when does if that's what you need to do to get through a period, and that's for the better of your family and your long term whatever. Is that not being? Yes, you're being selfish, but is it not for a selfless reason? We t- I can't think we would have been talking about that one. But I don't know, yeah, I remember exactly. selfish for a selfless. 
Yeah. So, for a selfless reason, said yeah. That's why. Yeah. But I don't know. Who can say? Who can say I, I was sure? thinking about. I was just thinking about my reactions during any sort of grief. Mm. When my other nan, my mum's mum, yeah, was. She, she might. Have been, I think she was in hospice. Yeah. And she had dementia and and all sorts. Right. And I was driving there one day with my wife and a couple of kids. Yeah. And it was just the the usual typical boy racer driving up my ass, putting back away, driving up my ass, putting yeah. back away. And I literally just because I'm on the way to see my nan, I'm all stressed about that. Yeah. And it, that was the only thing. It's not like the kids were playing up or anything no. else like that. But with the kids being in the back of the car, yeah. I get overprotective at the best of times no, anyway. I get that, man. And I did stop at a roundabout, get out, and give him a tell him off. Telling off. I did. I yeah. told him off. You, vociferously. Please, please desist from that. Cease and desist, please, yeah. from the behaviour. My youngsters are in the back of this motor vehicle. Yes, off you. Mm. Off you. Off you toddle. Yeah. yeah. But but that was just a. That's not a normal reaction for me. I don't. I don't always get out of the car and start threatening people. Uh, I mean that's good to know. I don't feel like we'd get on if if you did. No. Probably at some point I'd be like, don't, don't do that. Son. Yeah, don't do. It. Yeah, it's not a good thing to do. You um, you said your nan had dementia. Yeah. How? So. I'm guessing, or sorry, I'm assuming, that meant you had a bit of time that you were processing stuff. Like, yeah. Did that was that beneficial? To you, do you think, or we, I guess you were young as well, so it's not. No, I wasn't. I was an adult. No, I, with my with my nan. That, that was my second nan that had right. dementia, so I would have been, Christ, late thirties, mid thirties. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sammy was born. Right. So two thousand thirteen, it was two thousand fifteen. I think she died two thousand sixteen. So, but yeah, with her dementia. Giving away your age as well. In in all honesty. <laughs> In all honesty, um, I took the piss out of her. Yeah. Because that's how she would have dealt with it. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't want to speak ill of my mum. Mum's still with us anyway. But yeah. mum didn't handle it very well because every time Nan, uh, Nan would have to repeat something, mm. mum would get annoyed. Right. Whereas the conversation would go, who's this? Sammy. Who's Sammy? My son. Yeah. How old is he? He's two. What's his name? Sammy. Who is he? My son. How old is he? He's two. Oh, that's sweet. What's his name? Sammy. So this went on for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And she goes, oh, what's his name? Sammy. How old is he? 34. Don't be stupid, Simon. <laughs> so immediately she snapped straight out of it and, and was kind of like yeah. back into that old nan that yeah, I knew yeah, yeah. Of, of basically she's one of the only idiot. people who can really properly keep me in check. It's like, you know, I'm. she was what, five foot one? Yeah. maybe five foot two and I'm what six one yeah and so I put my arm around her when I went around to see her and just say Nanny you shrinking <laughs> and everyone knows what I do for a job and all the rest of it and she'd yeah. just punch the shit out of me good she'd be like don't take the piss good, good and it was her. it was that and we had that relationship so when she got dementia it was a case of no I'm still going to take the piss out of you yeah because you're still my nan yeah you're still in there somewhere do you think do you think that was kind of um I mean, I don't really know how that affected you afterwards when she did pass away. But did you do you think that was like the start of a grieving process, or do yeah. you think it can be, can't be, depending, you know, depending I, on the person? Yeah, I, I think it was trying to trying to grasp hold of those last few moments of 
uh, of how I remember my nan. So, dear listener, the reason I'm kind of asking these questions is um, quite recently. Oh my god, I'm actually getting a bit emotional. Shit. Um, I found out that my my mum has terminal cancer. Um, and so, I mean, Simon knows about this, and we've discussed it a little bit anyway. But we we was kind of talking when we knew we were doing this one today. We were talking about the fact of is there. I don't think you can really say for sure if it's a benefit that you can start the grieving process like like now or if it's kind of you know is it an, is an immediate thing and then going through the grieving process like I don't think you could say for sure if one's better or one's worse but well, I said basically mm. didn't I, I touched on it, I was like I feel like to some extent I probably am because I've got that acceptance bit already mm. of going well it's going to happen um and so it's just quite interesting, to, I think, to think about that and go like, does is it <laughs> does it prepare me then for when it does happen? That I've kind of gone, well, I've accepted this, and yeah. and you go through the stages as it's coming, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I've had it both ways. Yeah. Oh, you lucky boy! Yeah. Why does everyone around you die? <laughs> no one around me died, but everyone around you seems to die inside. Me, yeah. <laughs> um, I had the preparedness with my nan. Yeah, and I had the immediacy with my dad because, right, and I mean, I found him. Yeah. Um, with Nan, it was it was a case of this is going to happen, and I remember when Mum phoned me up and told me, and she said, "You know, Nan's passed away," and I was about to go into class to teach. Yeah. And with that, it was a case of, all right, well, I can't deal with this now, Mum, because I'm yeah. about to go teach a class. Yeah. I'll deal with it after. Yeah. And I taught the class, still professional and all the rest yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. and then get home break the news to, to, to my yeah. second wife um, and then you know yeah deal with it how are you going to deal with it yeah. so it's like right okay what do we do yeah um, with dad with dad there was a lot more guilt mm. I was the one who was basically going around looking after him right um, he was only 69 when he died but he great age <laughs> great, <laughs> great comic age oh there you go of course he died when he was 69 yeah um, but he he had his issues yeah um, he was alcoholic for Christ knows how long 25 yeah. 30 years maybe um, on and off he'd have his moments I remember one time he celebrated being sober for 6 months by drinking a bottle of brandy whoa it was clever <sighs> um, it's hard man it's, it's an illness isn't it but yeah it is it really is he was he, he was proper alcoholic yeah um, but yeah I hadn't seen him for a couple of days because I'd come up to London to see my in-laws mm. and ordinarily I'd go and teach my class finish my class and go he only lived around the corner from me at the time mm. and after class I'd go see him sit with him do some shopping or whatever make sure he was alright and then just leave and on the I think I came back late on the Sunday so I hadn't seen him for the weekend mm. and on the Monday I was absolutely shattered and I didn't go around there and on the Tuesday March the 7th went round there and he was in one of these it's not like an assisted living thing but basically a shitload of old people live mm. there but it's their own flats and they're all independent yeah. but a load of oldies live there Yeah. and so it's not unusual to see an ambulance out the front mm. <clears throat> and there was an ambulance out the front but it was for someone else Right. and so <clears throat> I've gone to basically his front door you had to go through the building and go round but we only ever used the back door because he just right. left it unlocked and his back door led on to behave yourself 
his back door led onto the the basically the front of the building, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just basically opened it, and he was just lying on the floor in front of me, and I called him, and he obviously didn't answer, and then yeah, I went over and I sort of shook him a little bit, mm. and I saw that his it's weird what you remember the the fridge door was open, right, so he must have been coming back from the kitchen. And I think he'd had a huge heart attack or something. Yeah. So I went out and spoke to the paramedic. I said, can you go and check on my dad? I think he's dead. Um, or I think he's died. Yeah. And she went in and checked him and she goes, yeah, I'm really sorry. He's gone. Uh, and then I phoned. Oh, no, I collapsed on the floor. I was outside outside his building, just collapsed straight away, just collapsed, and then rang my wife, the second one. Or was <laughs> that to specify? More, more good news. Yeah. 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 It's about eighteen months later since now. And I've got a phone. I've got another one. <laughs> um. But yeah. And that that was that was then pretty much the process of I was just in bits. Mm. We have old man. We had our ups and downs, but you know. Folks, your folks in there, man. Like, yeah, exactly. There's always going to be some, some bond. Like, yeah. And then there's the only the the not the worst bit, but with my nan, because it was expected, mm. the whole process of thing from there getting to the funeral, yeah, was quicker. Right. With dad, he died in March. Yeah. Yeah, March seventh. Well, March seventh when I found him. That's yeah. that's when they put on the death certificate. Right. But to be honest, God knows when he died. Um, but I, he didn't. We didn't have his funeral till end of April because because he was obviously on his own and found. They yeah. had to autopsy and everything else like that, yeah. and found out he'd had a massive heart attack yeah, and he had no cancer of the liver and Binance. something else, and he was fucked. Yeah, he just completely ruined himself. Mm-hmm. Because that dragged on, it also dragged out the grieving process. Yeah, I get that. There's no kind of he was cremated. Um, you don't have that little bit of a. You haven't really got the full stop. No, that that was the weird thing, and then it was. I don't know. I had a couple of blow-ups as well after that, because mm. I'd always said I'd had an argument not that long before with someone. I, I think it was Mena. I think I'd argued with her and said, "Well, you're not the one who's going to walk in there one day and find him dead." because I was the only one going around there because right. no one else would go around there to be honest he, he didn't as much as I helped him try and look after the place he didn't really look after yeah, himself man, so no, there's all yeah. sorts of issues there so it's not somewhere you could really bring the kids yeah um, we'd meet him outside and he, he'd come and meet when he could yeah. and stuff like that but but I was the only one going around there my um, brother uh, wouldn't go around there just refused to go around there Pretty much. God, this is happy. Yeah, it's cheery, isn't it? Have you ever listened to? Um, I can't remember who the host would have been, but someone done like a, a podcast called Griefcast. Carrie Ad Lloyd. That's the one. Yeah. And I remember listening to that um, because, like I say, it was a bit. I guess it, to be fair, it was probably listening to that that made me also like recognise there's like almost. There's similarities between, like, when you go into that grief, that is almost it's a form of depression, isn't mm. it? And it is, oh, yeah. it, and it is a completely understandable thing as well. And I think that's why I kind of connected with certain bits of it 
because of my own like experience of mental health. Mm. Um, and I don't know, it's weird. Like maybe maybe I'll listen, start listening to some of it again to see if I can get any kind of tips on how to prepare for <laughs> what's inevitably going to happen. Yeah. And I know we're all dying and everything else anyway, so it is it is like a just a natural part of life, isn't it? But like, yeah, I found that a really interesting little podcast. It's to be honest, it's one I've avoided it's because tough. yeah, for that it's exact reason. I can assure you, <clears throat> like bear in mind. Like I can't. I, honestly, I probably I didn't listen to loads of episodes. I'd probably listen to you know like a, a handful. Yeah. But um, when you listen to one, I think it was either Ashleen B. I'm sure she was talking, and like I, I hope I've not got this totally wrong. I don't know if it was a dad. Her dad committed suicide. It was, when was wasn't when it? She was young. Yeah. But it was when it was illegal in Ireland. Yeah. To commit suicide, and to how they were trying to almost sell it as something else, and it was. Mm. Just, I remember sister and it's fucking fascinating and mental and yeah. and yeah but actually I didn't mean to link to that sort of side but I think it's really odd to think about grieving and this process and yet I've been there where like I've tried to kill myself yeah and I've definitely been other times where I've been suicidal and I feel like a little bit like this whole process that I'm going through now has given me a bit more of a I'm not going to say that I'm never going to feel suicidal again or anything like that but it's just made me a bit more like aware of. I guess it is a bit of a, a precious commodity at the time. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, uh, as easy, I mean, it's easier said than done. But you've you've got to value it. And I can't like say I say that knowing full well. I'm sure I'm going to have my own, my own demons again in the future. But it yeah, you are you yeah you're right. It's linking it back to which one's easier. Find you know. The sudden or mm. the or the slightly more drawn out or preparedness that, yeah. that you can add for it, I'd always go with the preparedness. Yeah, because but, because it's a, it's you can accept it. I wasn't angry when Nan died. Yeah, I missed her. I was upset. I was sad. I was crying. But yeah. I wasn't angry at her. I was about to say that. I think the key is you said accepting. Yeah, I'd accepted she was going to go, yeah. and in some ways I'd accepted my dad was going to go. Yeah, but I obviously hadn't because it it hit me so hard when he went yeah because obviously like I say I collapsed out the front but yeah but it, it's a I don't know it's, as much as I can say it's obviously down to the individual yeah sometimes I've, you just don't want to look at it and go circumstances you know. as well because if you've got somebody and it's drawn out and they're not necessarily in the frame of mind where they want it to be drawn out either that's not going to be a, a kind of fun acceptance time for anybody else not that I'm saying it's a fun <coughs> time for, for me or no. my mum either but but yeah it's <laughs> it's yeah I think that that's probably a bit of a factor of if, if that person again if that person is you know <laughs> the, the cancer mum's got she's gonna she's gonna be in pain mm. she's, in, well, she's in pain at the moment but like that can be kind of treated if you've got somebody that says no absolutely don't want to don't want painkillers mm. or anything which is their right that's not going to be a nice thing for any family member to see and well. therefore that isn't going to be a, a kind of yeah oh my arm's twitching but yeah I think that that would make it not necessarily a, having that drawn out then thing isn't going to be nice for anybody I've had that. I mean like, like I say it's, it's really difficult because for me I'm, I can sit here and go I think this is mm. probably the better of the options but this is with the 
that might have we only found out fairly recently mm. um, and that I mean I'm, I'm quite an upbeat person so I'm trying to be as kind of just get on and be happy for my mum yeah. I think that's the right way of doing it but all the while yeah it's, it's, I've, I've definitely entered the grief process I think yeah. that's, that's oh definitely yeah. yeah you were telling me um, earlier that you you went out with your, your mum yeah like I was saying about taking the piss out of Nan when she had dementia and, and everything <laughs> yeah. and you did the same with your mum well yeah because she started crying in public and that's embarrassing kind of that yeah <laughs> mum you're embarrassing oh yeah. I, might, I might be in my 30s but mum I think she probably appreciated it I don't know more than likely yeah. yeah I'd say so I don't know, I don't know just like that. I think Nan appreciated the fact that I took the piss and said yeah. Sammy's 34 think, he's, you know, that's it. It's he's like the a, same there's a time and a place for that like um, being down about stuff and and again that is grief isn't it There's, there is a time and a place to mm. if one, when your loved one's passed away or a friend or whoever it is it's time and a place to fucking feel shit and be yeah an emotional little wreck and even sit there and think I'm not going out today because I'm sad yeah but I suppose it's just yeah you don't want to get too too dragged down that rabbit hole of fucking depression and but, darkness no but also I think it, it helps your mum in some respect from my opinion would be that mm. it helps your mum in as much as you're still her little boy it doesn't matter that you're in your 30s and you've Fuck got off. your big your big scary beard and your big scary popo man and your tattoos <laughs> and I'm not scary no you're not I'm not scary popo but, man um, but you're still her little boy mm. and so you taking the piss and saying you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing me stop crying <laughs> in public it's funny yeah but you're still Leon and you're still her mm. son and she's still your mum yeah so it's maintaining that side of your relationship with your mum mm. Because what's the alternative? You want to sit there, you know, moping or sit there moping and crying and, and going, again, oh, this is terrible. If that's what she yeah. wanted to do, then this would be a harder process for me because I'm never going to go around and be like, oh, I don't care about the fact that this thing's going to happen. Yeah. So then I guess it gets that thing of, well, you, you, you might go, well, I don't want to go get around all the time because it's just depressing. And mm. Whereas if, but I think it's, like I say, it's my opinion. My opinion is you, you've got to try and do us do do fun shit, have a laugh, make memories. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, just, just make the best of a bad situation essentially. But I get, it's, it's it's weird as well. Like mm. I even finding out the bad news about mm. his terminal, which we spoke about. Like I kind of had the heads up on it. Like she'd had a letter which had shown me. And I'm a doctor, and it was re- very much written in doctor words. But there mm. was, I, I genuinely can't remember what this the word was on it. But there was something on it, and I was like, I don't. And like, I, yeah, like when she left, I, I even spoke to my skipper at work. I was like, this might be nothing, mm. but I've got a feeling like there's going to be some bad news. So she'd had cancer uh, last year, got the all clear, but you know has been up and down in terms of health and. Thankfully, again, still at the moment, he's fairly, you know, fairly healthy. Mm. He still goes to the gym, do yoga, do little things that are important to her and, and probably important to do. But yeah, like I said, I'd seen this letter and I was like, I don't... I'd, I'd prepared for for bad, not the worst news, but I'd prepared for something shit to be coming yeah. out of it. So even that was a bit of a, a kind of... <laughs> starting to deal with shit, but yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Let's not talk about me and my crap all the time. <laughs> I have a question actually. Um, Go on. So I guess this is kind of something that I I thought about as well. Is because I hadn't had that like I haven't had that like really close near and dear loved one pass away. Yeah. Um, any celebrities? Any any? Has there ever been a famous person that's that's died and it's affected you at all? Chester Bennington. Oh mate, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck. And the reason is, is it's the lead singer of Linkin Park. If anyone doesn't yeah. know, was the lead singer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but the reason that one affected me is because everyone knew if you've listened to any of their music or you've heard any interviews, you knew that he had his struggles with mental health. Mm-hmm. And it was the fact that from the outside, mm. it looked like he'd won. Yeah. It looked like he'd overcome it and he got through to that that sort of stage where you're in your 40s or you start to nudge towards 40 or whatever it is and, yeah. you, you, and there's that statistic in the world men age was it is it 16 to 40 or 25 to 40 or I don't know roughly I probably should know but I don't yeah, yeah. they're roughly. more they're more likely to yeah. take their own lives yeah. and I just I don't know why it hit me that hard I can't remember I can't even remember what year it was that, that he passed so that, that might I think that's probably less than that I think it was after dad but anyway yeah it because i thought he'd won like i say i thought he'd won yeah you know he had his wife and his family and everything yeah. i know that it's easy to put on a front you know course, fuck, i've done it so many times where you yeah. put on the front yeah everything's great here and and let's face it it wasn't that long ago that i'm you know you look at social media and i'm like yeah everything's great here mm. and i'm sat here going right but if i can swing from that tree in <laughs> Battersea Park yeah. I'm like who's actually going to find me no, that, I can't have that poor cunt find me what am I going to do do you know what man it's, I mean I don't <coughs> want to make it again about me and mental health but that was one of the things I, because I had to be honest before I run all the marathon for charity and all that shit because mm. I had to be honest about how I'd felt anything else I don't now feel like I need to hide that to on social media or even with friends like I, I yeah. there's no point everybody knows that I've had struggles everybody knows I still sometimes do so I don't need to sit there and think oh I'll just put a brave face on it like I don't do, really do you have a phrase that. that you say to people like your nearest and dearest do you have a phrase that you say that they know you're having a bad time and to either leave you alone or do whatever they usually do to help so I think my personality in general is very apparent mm. like everybody like well I mean I fucking just announce this shit now but there's not many people I've I've told mm. because I guess it's because I get a bit upset about it as well so I don't really want to keep having this conversation over and over again with people and also I just don't need to tell people I'll t- I can like my, my good friend know mm. um, my <coughs> my supervisor work know because they're kind of it's just relevant and they're really supportive as well but I think it's quite totally like people I, I know that so I, the, day, the day when I found out about my mum I was at work mm. and then when I was in the next day as well and I know that people around could generally tell like something's wrong yeah. they wouldn't know what so I don't think I need to have a phrase but it's that thing again if someone would be like right I'd just mm. be like I was aware yeah. uh, you know what I mean and I'm quite open enough now that I'll generally be speaking to people if I need to the people I, I feel I can trust and I can yeah, yeah. you know divulge stuff to and just trust their feedback as well but um, 
yeah, otherwise I, I just kind of just get on with it and yeah. make it very apparent I'm probably not very happy. But I always had yeah. this. I always had this thing. I don't. I don't know if this goes with grief. To mm. be perfectly honest, but I always had this phrase of, I'd say to my wife, I'm having a bad cancer day. Right. And that would be it. It'd just be like, okay. And this was after I was treated and I hadn't right. got the all clear at that point, but. I was still having checkups and, and yeah. everything else like that, and just every now and again, and I'm not. It's only now talking about it that I'm thinking, was that was that grief as well? Yeah. Not for the missing bollock. Not like I missed that one. I go, oh, <laughs> lefty, oh, where did you go? God, he was my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> he tasted the best. What? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck yeah, now. Sorry, mate. This is heavy. We need to put some. Oh fucking dear, we certainly do. Trying, I'm trying. I asked them because they asked me just talking about it. They asked me if I wanted a, um, a prosthetic. Okay. And um, oh, yeah. I asked if I could have a cricket ball scene put into it, and he just very seriously said no. I was like, oh, you're fucking no sense of humour, you prick. But I don't know whether that was some sort of. But I don't know whether it was, mm, I'm trying to think about it now. I don't know if it was the grief from being ill mm. and having cancer, and I've said before about how how I was told. Um, probably um, or whether it was the fact that I'd actually decided um, I'd decided to kill myself as well at that mm. time because I wasn't willing to let my children see me go through what yeah. they told me I was about to go through Yeah. which you know didn't happen and all the rest of it But so I don't know whether it was a case of I'd accepted and gone through grief for that because I I wrote the kids letters yeah and everything yeah um which I burn which aren't, they don't exist anymore so it's not like I can ever find them and I can't remember what I wrote but I don't know because like we're saying grief comes in all sorts of shapes but it also is for loads of different reasons yeah like divorce yeah, yeah exactly yeah I mean you probably could grieve the loss of a friend that you don't talk to anymore like do you know what I mean? Like if uh, yeah, that's true. Say you've broken up a friendship, but they've just gone away. Yeah, and you don't necessarily have immediate contact. That's that can be a kind of grieving process. Like, that's one that can sneak up on you as well, yeah. though, because if you've got a friend who's moved away, you suddenly think, "Oh, I'll speak to him." And before you know it, six months has passed and you yeah. haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Um, if you're a little bit of a kind of insular person, you've lost that yeah. person that you did have as your, your kind of close friend, then then yeah, it is a bit of a fuck up I guess but yeah. no just yeah. like I say also that's a sort of that, that celebrity thing that was just I mean there, again, did you have one well it's going to sound fucking weird and a bit a bit muggy I think but like I um, I can't think of any offers off the top of my head but when the Queen died mm. there was a lot of people that were genuinely quite affected by that yeah um, and I myself was to some extent, but I, I, what well, I know, I put her down more to her, her passing, mm. and then the reaction of everyone else, kind of hit home stuff that I like. Obviously, she presented me with my medal, and it, yeah, fucking muggy in it. But it really, it was like really weirdly impactful. Of like fucking hell, that like I've always, but like you'll know, I mm. will generally just not play it down but it's like yeah that's the thing that happened and is this because you think that that 
you you said that she said to you what was it you said um she said oh you're, you're my favorite hero that i've ever presented one of these two you're an idiot and you're so good looking this is what you said you that she said to you it be you know in not those exact words she's like if i was 60 years younger leon <laughs> oh, god in not those exact words but but no um like i found it really i gen- genuinely i found it really not i weren't grieving as such but it affected me it, like it affected me more than it's dark it, weird as it is well yeah that affected me personally more than like my colleague's child's death like it, it really like knocked me for six man and I didn't go on any drinking binges or I didn't go down in any of the little dark holes that I can do but I just remember when it's because obviously we had that like 10 day build up to it mm. I think didn't we <clears throat> And I was what I pretty, I pretty much had about one day off in that whole time. It was mm. mad. Um, but I remember on the funeral day, I, I, I literally said to my sister, "I was like, just like I'm all right, but mm. I feel a bit, I don't feel great. So just if I need a time out, like don't don't worry about it." Mm. And um, and yeah, it was that. Like it was just a a kind of. I think it. I think it was just more. It made a day that I played down it made it feel really significant from how everybody else was reacting to her death and I'm like oh I've just got a medal off her like, and it won't and it ain't a thing to me really day to day but having that kind of yeah it was just, about it was you're just, wearing it now you're an idiot you're a fucking cock but no man honestly that, that was a, that was one um, okay is, yeah. is that and I've no idea what the answer to this is to be honest but because you, uh, uh, I don't actually know. You know, the police still have the crest of the, of the, you know, the ER badge thing, on the lids and the hats and the helmets and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's, it's a crown rather than the king thing. Yeah. That was good words. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, is it kind of like? I don't know anything. The, the crest about should it. change. Yeah. No. 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 So basically, right. but what I'm, what I'm getting at is. It, it, the police serve it. The police force is almost serving her, like oh, you yeah, know, she, Queen's like, Army. Yeah, you, you maintain the Queen's peace. Yeah, obviously not anymore. But yeah, now it's right. But no, now it's, <laughs> but now it is. So like technically, the O five swore. Yeah, is to the Queen. Okay. So she she was my boss. Like I yeah. think I didn't do some big dramatic pop, but like I, I, you generally. I don't think any of us at work hated the Queen enough. So it was always like, the bo- if you were talking about the Queen, it's the boss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Do you think that played a part in affecting you? No. Because, no. I mean, simply add that, if you pair that with the fact that she gave you your brave boy soldier suite. <laughs> I don't know, mate, I don't know. I like, Yeah, I guess... I now, you, no, between you and... I don't think so. Between think you and most more... of your colleagues, you've got more of a connection to her. So not only is she your boss... Was she your boss? Sorry, she's my friend. Is what you're going to say? No, no, no. <laughs> You've actually had some sort oh, of, however yeah. small it was, you had a personal interaction with her as well, which most of your colleagues wouldn't get. Mm. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I can see what you're saying, and I, maybe a tiny bit, mm. maybe a tiny bit, because it, yeah, like when, like I say, when you talk about the role of police officer, like and the oath it is maintaining the queen's peace. Yeah. So. To some extent, because I had a very small again yeah. with the Queen. I had a very small moment with the Queen, but I think that's because. How did you get in here? It's a, <laughs> no, I'm not. What was his name? Uh, I'm not going in there. I'm not trying to remember that fucking idiot's name. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
No, it, it was because my nan was a, was you know fan of, of oh, the Royals, yeah, yeah. which is strange for a Welsh person. But anyway, we'll gloss yeah. over that. Um, and when like school holidays, we'd go to Buckingham Palace, or school holidays, we'd go and see you know, changing the guard, treatment, right. all of that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And so I think for me, when the Queen passed away, it was just a kind of. I don't have to go on that shitty holiday again. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> no, it was me missing Nan again. Oh, right. It brought that back. I was See, like, I, yeah, oh, I, I miss think, me Nan. I, think, I do think some people... Because she was that. like the nation's Nan. Exactly. You've you heard know. that. And I do think that was, that was a kind of thing for a lot of people, actually, as well. Yeah. But, no, it was just quite... <laughs> I just... That was what made... When we talked about grieving and the fact that the amount of people that queue to walk past their coffin mm. and, you know... I know some people probably just done it because they felt like they had to or whatever but like some people done that and had a really very strong feeling towards it and you know that is grieving that wasn't just that I'm sad but I guess it's the same way people go and, and kind of mourn and stuff at, at little tributes and memorials that are around it's not quite queuing up to walk past the coffin but I did it the other day I did it the other day I went and saw I was with my kids I was like should we go and see granddad and obviously, well, not obviously, but his ashes are spread in, in the sea where right. he used to he used to take us. We lived by the sea when we were younger, and um, he had a he, he had a he had a speedboat and stuff, and so he used to take us out and one thing or another. So I thought, you know, okay, I'll, I'll put his ashes in in the sea. And but even then, even when I was seeing the kids, we went back to the crematorium just because it's a nice you know serene yeah. peaceful place yeah. and just had a bit of a chat about granddad and everything it was just around the corner from where we lived just had a walk around there yeah. so I do get it but it's it's also not one of those things that and I know obviously it's very different between my old man and the queen mm. but it's not something it's not like I took a selfie at the crematorium and mm. went remembering dad yeah. I might post usually I post something on his birthday either his birthday or the day he died mm. Or Father's Day, one of them. Can't remember. Right. I might do a couple of occasions, and let's. But you know, in all honesty, I've only got, probably got about the same six pictures that yeah. that, that are there anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's. I don't really do that for everyone. No. It's you know I'll do it to remember Dad. Mm. I don't particularly want anyone to comment on it. Yeah. You know I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me. He's been dead a very it's long funny, time. Like you say about social media, I turn off comments on stuff that. I don't want to mm. kind of oh, do you know what I mean yeah. the glass bomb. Just turn it off so I don't see, see I'm it. so old I don't know how to do that but you'd have to show me later think it's done perfect but uh, yeah I'm just trying to think if there's any other famous people that have been like affected by I mean it's kind of weird to, I, I, like, I still think back to like um, Amy Winehouse mm. and how that was such an inevitable thing yeah and how fucking sad that is that what she twenty seven? Yeah, she's a member of twenty seven club, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, fucking terrible, man. Like Jesus. That's the, like you just said. Like you, you see it coming. Yeah, from yeah. a mile off. Mm. Which I guess has some similarities, like you said, to your dad. Yeah. And actually, to my family member that has had a cold battles. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, it's gonna happen. Yeah. She's going to come back to bite you in the arse at some point. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else we can say on this, man. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Pets, celebrities, the Queen. Is the Queen a celebrity? She's a bit. I don't know. Is she more than a celebrity or yeah. less? 
More. More than celebrity. More than celebrity. What's that? Three songs? Four songs today? Including the previous recording as well. Probably about six. Oh, God, yeah, in that case, we're probably about eight. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if we. It's it's really odd because I feel like we could. I could talk about this in some context for fucking Mm. ages. Yeah. Despite. It's an odd one, I guess, because it's something that I feel like I have some not affiliation to but some connection to despite never really having had to go through a proper griefing and I know we can talk about um, like I say about the, the kind of divorce process but I was actually, gonna, I was actually just going to mention that yeah, go on. with the divorce process mm-hmm. and with what happened to you on London Bridge mm-hmm. and what happened to me getting cancer so between us, all those life events, mm. do you think part of the grieving process is grieving the person you were before that event? Oh, mate, that's a really interesting point. I guess a little bit. Like I, I do remember that aftermath, and I was thinking, like, and like I, I, yeah, I remember having thoughts about, well, the old me is gone. So I. I I definitely think there's something to that, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah, there is, there is something to it, I suppose. It might be why there is some connection. Because I do remember, like, yeah, I, I would sit there and think, <laughs> how do I get back to the old me? Mm. And, and like, say, like, that is long gone now. Never, yeah. Like, and, I've, and I know that. I've accepted it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I've had to do the same as so well. May, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe there is something to that. before my operation, mm. I mean, obviously they physically took something away from me, so I don't know whether that's actually easier because it's like you can almost put all of those things that you missed into the thing that was actually trying to kill me yeah. and it's gone. So in a way I can compartmentalise it and say, well, all those things are gone for a good reason, yeah. et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. But it's the little things like, I think we've spoken about this before, it's things like, before I was ill, mm. I was playing a lot of cricket. Yeah. And after, I then, a couple of years later, stopped playing cricket. Yeah. And I I miss that, but I think, is that to do with being ill, or is that just growing yeah. up and accepting the fact that I've got kids and responsibilities yeah, now, and I yeah, can't be yeah, playing cricket yeah. for eight hours a yeah. day? And then you think, okay, well, I got to a point where I actually was almost grateful for having cancer. Right because it made me stop yeah. I had to take six months off or whatever it was yeah. <clears throat> I had to then stop playing cricket etc 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 but I was doing far too much and I wasn't present at home right. terrible husband all the rest of it mm. um, so in a way I'm kind of glad I got ill yeah um, I just think that's again with the divorce it's like I got when I first got married. I was what twenty four. Right. She's young. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm nowhere near the twenty four year old I was then. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely different. For better or worse, you know, there's good points and there's bad points to it. But. Can handle a drink. Got no stamina. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. It's it's. It's, it's, it's a funny one like, it's not funny at all actually it's a 
complete opposite of a funny one, but yeah, man. Like there's weird bits of grief. I'm now. I'm just. My brain is now spinning. Do you know what else? Else, I think you can actually grieve. Go. On. Your kids when they were younger. I mean, again, I think. I suppose there's a difference between. But similarities with grieving and missing. Like missing something. Yeah. And like missing your little kid when they were kind of moving. But that goes back to that. Are you grieving that past life of who you were when your child was young? I I think that's what I mean. I think there's a kind of connection to Mm. grieving. There are things that are interlinked in grieving and missing. But then there are also differences as well. Mm. And I guess the grieving is like... I mean, grieving, I suppose, as well, isn't always, like, this fucking depressing shit that we're talking about now. Like, yeah, I've said some of my process is going to be, like, doing happy shit and whatnot. Mm. But, you know, when you look at, like, wakes and stuff, that's often a celebration and a happy... And a, yeah. And I'm sure in there's a lot of people that, you know, it's a really happy, fun time, depending on, I guess, a lot of the circumstances and, mm. and everything else, but... You know, I suppose it isn't always shit. <laughs> no. For use of a better word. No, you it doesn't have to be, does it? Yeah, it doesn't always have no. to be fucking shit. Yeah. But this is definitely the most I've probably sworn. Um, I think this is maybe yeah. you and me coming from, from our positions of we will handle things in quite a similar way. Mm. Yeah. I reckon. Which is terrible. <laughs> yeah, which is really bad it's not mate like I said uh, it, well, yeah being straight up I said to you like when I even found out and knew about when I went and got well went, left work got drunk mm. and just yeah but I, the thing is at least I've got the the knowledge in my head now of uh, you can do that one night you can't, you can't do that next night yeah yeah you've yeah. got responsibilities and, and also it's just a fucking wrong way of doing it but yeah it's really odd now because I've mentioned that grief cast there's a bit of it it's thinking like you should probably listen to a bit of it and see see what it's about I yeah I, it's one of those ones that I really do want to listen to it's a diff- look mate I can honestly just the only way I would describe it is it's a difficult listen mate I can't get through episodes of Scrubs <laughs> yeah yeah but some you can yeah some every episode of grief cast is gem- well every episode I listen to is difficult oh, God. <laughs> Because the one I think that I wanted to listen to, yeah, that I think I might have heard the most about was um, Adam Buxton's one. Oh, I listened to that one. I remember yeah. that one really well. But then I've listened to again. Actually, I've listened to his. I've I listened to his audio book, and he talks a lot about his parents and that. Yeah. And that's because it was his, his dad that he his dad died, but then his mum died not that long after. Yeah. I think, and I think so. It was his dad. <clears> he was, I don't think he was talking about both. I'm sure it was his dad that he was talking about on Griefcast. But he talks about his mum in his book, and but again, it's it's funny to think I listened to that. I remember, I remember, I forget, I forget, I think I remember where I was when I listened to it as well. I was like going for a walk in Brecon, mm. and um, yeah, man, that that got me in that got me in the field mm. as well. Like him talking about his mum, and it's and again, that's that's a funny one because I think his dad was kind of coming and prepared, and, and yeah. his mum wasn't um, as much certainly. So. Yeah, from what I remember, it was his mum didn't last long after dad yeah, went. No. Which you hear so many but times. But yeah, no, mate, that that was a good episode. Mm. 
Karate. Not the, but again, that was a good one because obviously he speaks quite well and it wasn't like um, quite the emotionally charged. Not, yeah, it was just, he just, he was just good. Yeah. It was a good episode. It wasn't the heaviest of the ones I listened to, but it was good. You mentioned a while ago about songs. Oh, God. Are there certain songs that you just can't listen to? Um, oh, mate, we've had this conversation, haven't we, about, and obviously we thought you... You've, you've mentioned oh, yeah, Little Chester and uh, yeah One More Light that fucking and I even sent you the video yep. of after Chris Cornell had committed suicide yeah and uh, and yeah Chester singing that and it is just fucking painful yeah when he can't like, get through that everything yeah um, I don't yeah that is a song that I will never probably be it with just because yeah, it really, I'm not aware of it. I know it feels very linked to suicide mm. anyway with the, with the words, but it could be linked to any sort of death. Yeah. And yeah, man, like I don't think I have my little. I th- yeah, I'm sure that come on the other day, and I didn't listen to it. Mm. Uh, but in terms of can't like I, I would always as yeah, I love that song in a weird way as well. And it's probably not. Well, yeah, it doesn't make me feel great, but yeah. But both of us have said that we've each got there is something to playlists on yeah. our phone. Yeah, mate, I've always like, said I made, cry. I made my my basically depressing, feel shit playlist, mm. and then I made pretty much once I've had it for a few days. I was like, need to make a happy one as well. So I, I do have the yeah. the contrast of you do need both. Of yeah. shit. Oh, mate, at the time I didn't. He's like, oh, no, yeah, sure. this bleakness again, but. Yeah, at least I do have the wake me up sort of fucking happy, 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 daffy shit one. But no, songs that I can't listen to. Nah, you know what, man? I'll be honest as well. There were songs that I thought about. There's a song um, that is Lighthouse Family lifted. Mm. I remember when I was little. No, I don't think I could do that. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was just yeah, that was my, yeah. No, man, I'm sweet. Mm. I'm sweet. But uh, my mum, when I was when I was a lot younger, used to. There was a spell. It must have been that song fucking come out, and I hate the song. <laughs> and um, she, there was a period where she used to play it all the time. Mm. And not that I tried to listen to it or have it. Not well, which it might be because I just think it's a shit song anyway. <laughs> just but um, it's weird because I, I didn't expect this reaction either. Mm. But like, um, I th- I think when the time comes and, and she's not here, I think that song's gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even a sort of, it's not even really a sad song. I don't think it's meant to be quite positive. I think I can sort of remember it. I I agree. It's shit. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> Garbage. Fucking awful. Fuck, man, that really got me. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm honestly. Um. Oh. There's. I've. I've got a similar one. Yeah. Which is. Um. Yeah. Um, Yazoo. Only you. Which yeah. was played at my dad's funeral. I've got no chance of getting through that ever. Ever. I don't. Ever, I, I don't ever want to hear that song. Because it's at the end of uh, the office. With Tim and Donkey. UK office. Well, 
Congratulations. <gasps> I do have other ones as well with Dad. But I that don't was... know if I, yeah, I can't, that is just the one, and it's because like I, I thought of it not that long ago, um, and I can't, yeah, not that I'm particularly trying hard right now, but I can't think of any other songs particularly. That, no, well, I can't get fucking Yazoo out of my head in a minute, yeah. which is annoying the shit oh, out of me. I've got such an urge to sing it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, is this how men deal with grief? Fucking. Take the piss out of each other whilst, whilst sitting there off. both crying. Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's gone well, isn't it? How long have we got? How long have we been going? You're a fucking consummate professional, aren't you? Yeah. Hour and eight minutes. Yeah. Although probably two minutes of that at the beginning. About a minute, a minute or something will get cut. Okay. Well, on this upbeat, fucking... I feel like I want to try and end it on something a little bit more positive. But, uh, yeah, like I say... Well, we, the fact we, is... We, is we that have said it's not always got to be this. No. And it is a fucking process, and it's not... Yeah hopefully in anyone's case a forever process and everyone has to go through it it takes some people longer than it takes others yeah others will kind of experience it more than others as well and just unfortunately I guess you eventually get to an age where people start dying yeah <laughs> not they start dying people you care about start dying they've already been yeah, dying yeah, all yeah. their life honest I mean I don't want to time stamp it did you see Michael, Michael Parkinson die today I know I don't want to timestamp it, but did you see Michael Parkinson died today? Well, I mean, I don't know why this timestamping thing become a thing, but you started it. This no, is no, ridiculous. No, no. We, we spoke this the other day. You started it, and oh, then I have since latched onto it. And I feel now this has become a bingo thing. Actually, I wonder if they're going to mention timestamping. Yeah, who's going to timestamp it? But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know uh, Parky died. August or something, and uh, Michael Parkinson died. I know. I can't believe it. Good evening, though. He's 88. Yeah, good effort. Played cricket with Barnsley with Dickie Bird and Jeffrey Boycott. He did? He did, yeah. Why would you know that? I read his obituary today and I knew it anyway. Oh, I knew it because I'm a cricket I knew it anyway because I like cricket. Because I'm a bloody cricket nerd. Oh, Stop doing the accent. What's, what's the matter with you? Throw a touchdown at my, my <laughs> net or something. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, at least you could have done it in the Yorkshire accent as a, as a tribute. Oh, was it? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh dear. Well, yeah. If anyone, um, if anyone wants to share any of their stories about grief, then please don't bother us. <laughs> you know what? No, it's funny you say that. I do feel like uh, I don't know. I think if on the off chance somebody is this to this and they've kind of been through so or going through saying mm. or have something that's going to happen, like me, just like. There are, it's, I think it's important still to do that. Like again, it is a bit of a mental health thing. But it's important to talk about it. And, yeah, it is definitely. And like there ain't, there there really ain't a wrong way. Like yes, you can get things wrong when you're grieving, but there isn't a right or wrong way of doing it and going through that process. And I think it's important that people remember that. Yeah, and in all seriousness, you know, taking the piss. Yeah. But if someone is going through something, they they we just are, want to yeah. talk to someone that yeah, is pre- let's face it, pretty much anonymous. You yeah. just. You know, you might have sent us a message on Insta yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But. Well, I think this has been, uh, weirdly, a very good podcast. Yeah. He says, Bigging, 50% of it. Well done, us. Bigging himself <laughs> up, isn't he? Well done, us. I think we'll have to choose, ne- I think next week we'll have to choose a, a, a silly one. Please be cupcake. Yeah, fucking popcorn day or something yeah, stupid. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Right, well, well you know where to get hold of us. Uh, send us a message, give us a like, give us a share, give us a, all the rest of that rubbish. Goodbye.